January, we tried to focus on that. On the first day of February, very early in the morning, God spoke to me again. He gave me an acronym. And the acronym means relate, appreciate, connect, excel, and dominate. And when you look at it, hashtag R-A-C-E, race and D. So if you run, you will dominate in the name of Jesus. Next Sunday, by the grace of God, we'll have two services. First service, we're going to look at a slightly different theme, but the same acronym, the same race we do. We'll relate, we will aspire, we will connect, we will excel, we will dominate. First service next Sunday is for those of us who want business success, personal success, career success. I'm sure you must fall in one of those three categories. And then the second service, is going to be a little bit different too because God always does a new thing. It's still the same acronym, hashtag race with D. But this one is relate, admire, connect, excel, and double, or engage and double. And in that service, we're going to be speaking a lot about love. Not only for those people who are aspiring to get married, 
God told me, there are many people that are married, they are enjoying their marriage instead of enjoying their marriage. And at the end of that service, we'll have an opportunity to ask questions. I want you to invite yourself and invite other people. There are a lot of problems out there in the world, but there's one thing that a man shouldn't have. After all the stress, a man or woman should get home and have a sweet home. Amen? Amen. So don't miss service next week, Sunday. Sunday after that, by the grace of God, we'll still continue the same theme. And we'll have Pastor Afolabi ministry in the second service, relate and connect to God. Amen? Our congressional vigil this month will not be on the last Friday of the month. It will be on the third Friday of the month. Tell your neighbor, God has shifted gear. Amen. So I welcome you all to service today in the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I decree that because the fire has fallen, you're already blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you are going to run and win, you need strength. The theme for January Holy Ghost service, February Holy Ghost service, March Holy Ghost service, stronger than your enemies. So you can see that our own theme and the theme of our Father in the Lord is jiving. For those who are here in the morning for fresh anointing, I don't need to say anything. Because the prayers that we were praying, some of us have already prayed them before now. Uh -huh. And this is not a recorded service, so it was a live service. <laughs> So I, I want you to know that if God tells us that we're running to win, that you are definitely going to run and win in the name of Jesus. <laughs> to run means to put effort, but to win means that God will crown your effort with success in the name of Jesus. Let me summarize this whole hashtag R-A-C and D. If you relate well with me or with God, and you go further to appreciate me, or that person that you are relating with, you will connect to the person. Nobody say, go come. If you connect to the person, and the person has power like God has, he will empower you, you will excel. If God is the one that empowers you to excel, you will dominate. Some people excel, that means they become first, but they don't dominate. For example, Leicester Football Club. For example, Chelsea Football Club. They came first once, but they couldn't retain the title. They couldn't dominate. I prophesy to somebody here, as a result of the word of God that you will hear, you will not only relate, you will not only admire God, you will not only, you know, you, you know, appreciate God, you will connect to God, and you will excel, and it will cause you to dominate in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you what Daddy Gio said in one of his books. For those of you who are already first, I are saying, well, I don't have anybody else to deal with. No. When you have nobody else to defeat, you keep on improving on your own record. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 17 and 18, the path of the just to get brighter and brighter until the perfect day of Jesus. Somebody here, you're going to get better and better, stronger and stronger in the name of Jesus. So quickly, because a lot of time has gone today and God wants to do a short walk in righteousness according to the word of God in Romans chapter 9, verse 28 and 29. A short walk in righteousness, a quick walk on the face of the earth. There's a story many of us know. In John 11, I'll read 1 to 5 and I'll take us through the rest. John 11, 1 to 5, I'll read it and I'll take us through the rest. The story of Lazarus. His sister Mary and Martha and their relationship with Jesus. I read. Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, 
of the village of Mary and her sister Martha. And it was that Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. The sisters therefore sent unto him, that's to Jesus, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. But when Jesus heard it, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. I prophesy to somebody here, that sickness is not unto death in the name of Jesus. That situation will not cause your destruction in the name of Jesus. By the way, the Lord spoke to me. He said I should talk to those who are trusting him that they're going to get married this year. He said I should encourage you. You should hold on. It's going to come through for you in the mighty name of Jesus. That is why you shouldn't miss what we're going to be doing in church anytime tea. Next month on Saturday, March the 10th, we'll have what you call a shindig. What does shindig mean? Shindig is Yiddish. What is Yiddish? Yiddish is Hebrew language. What is Hebrew language? That is what the Israelis speak. And by the way, I'm Jewish. Yes, now. Ask my wife. One woman saw me in London. Ask me my Jewish name. You confess for yourself. Me, I'm Jewish. I don't know about you. You're opening your mouth. Long time ago, I've become Jewish. Long time, long time ago. Shindig. It means to get together. Some people are going to get together in the name of Jesus. Uh, only the people on this side are making noise. I thought the singles would be the one making noise. So let's come back to today's message. What does it mean to relate? Relate. What does it mean to relate? Basically, it means you talk to somebody. It means you have a rapport with a person. It means that, you know, you can communicate with a person and it's very likely that you have a relationship with a person. Jesus had a close relationship with Lazarus and the sisters. The Bible says now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Three of them together, he loved them. That tells me that Jesus can love everybody and any type of person. But the fact that Jesus loved them did not stop Lazarus from falling sick. And if you read John chapter 11 down, Lazarus died. Interpretation. There are many of us here, you are going through stuff or stuff is going through you. And you are asking yourself, does God really love you? Oh yes, he does. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 28. Romans 8 28. And now we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and are the called according to his purpose. I'll share two testimonies with you and I'm moving on to next point. Many years ago a boss of mine that I thought didn't like me. She's my friend. I don't want to mention her name. She made me go for a course when I was in the bank on a public holiday. A course I didn't want to go for in a Jebo day. Let me tell you the good news. During that course I met a facilitator. The facilitator became my friend. A couple of years later the facilitator got a big job in a bank and he just called me to come and have lunch with him and I got the job without any application. I want somebody to know here Whatever you are going to is working together for your good in the name of Jesus. Oh, let me tell you another one. Another boss of mine, you know, I've had a lot of female bosses. This one was the MD. Sent me another course on a public holiday to Abuja. And I went. When I got there, I met one consultant. We became friends. The consultant was recruiting for NACO. The rest, you know. I don't need to tell you. You have heard it before. That's what happened. They sent me where I didn't want to go. Whatever God has allowed you to go through is allowing for a purpose as long as you are related to him. 
you are not related to him, you have an opportunity. Maybe you came after that Jewish ministration. You better get connected. What does God have to say about relationships? Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times, but a brother is born for adversity. You know what that means? If I'm your brother and by adventure something bad happens to me, you can't deny that I'm related to you. You will not say that you're not connected to me. You can change your mind. You can say whatever you like, but they know that we bear the same surname. Uh-huh. That is what that scripture means. Oh, a brother is born for adversity, and some of you know what has been going on. Some of your brothers and how it has been affecting you. The good news, Isaiah chapter fifty-four, verse five: For your maker is your husband. Maybe I should speak to myself. For my maker is my husband, and I know that the women here know when you got married, uh, you change your name uh, to your husband's surname. Uh, if Jesus is your husband, when they call your name, they will call his name because you are connected to him. So if you are connected to Jesus and you are related to him, whatever you are going to is working together for your good uh, in the name of Jesus. It's not just that he's your husband. He says the redeemer of the whole earth. The holy one of Israel. It's dangerous to be enemies with the child of God. I had a small meeting with some people yesterday. So when I finished, I called one of them. I said, I'm not the kind of person that you offend, though, because me, I will not talk. I will just tell God about you. That's all. One thing happened one day. You know these people that park in front of church? One thing, me, let me. They are frustrating me. So I just reported them to God one day. Two days later, one of them parked in front of church. As he was parking, somebody came and bashed his boss. Then the boss entered the church. And God will catch them that day. Early in the morning, I was driving somewhere. I saw them. I said, ah, what happened here? <laughs> Mommy saw us that day. So I told the man, I said, you don't have sense. Came to park in front of church. Because you know see security there. Now they have jammed your car. You repair the car. You repair the wall of the church in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I asked him, I said, will you park here another day? I said, go and tell the rest of your people that park here. There is an owner of the church. His name is Jesus. He's my own owner too. I don't know about you. Is it enough to just relate? I have several relatives. But it's not all of them that I'm very close to. My, my first cousin lost his wife. I wept bitterly. His wife is supposed to be my in-law. He's not my brother, he's my cousin. Because we're close. Why? There is a sense of appreciation. Pastor Jelabi said, and it's true. I don't go where I'm not appreciated. Mm. I don't go. So it's not enough to be related though. You must appreciate. In John 11, 25 to 27, when you get home, read it. Look at what Martha was telling Jesus. You are the resurrection and the life. You are this, you are that. That is appreciation of who Jesus is. Who is Jesus to you? It will depend on what you appreciate him as. Maybe you appreciate him as the man of war, or the prince of peace, or the lord of hosts, or Jehovah Sikenu, or Jehovah Mekediskim, or Jehovah Elohim. I don't know. But if you have no sense of appreciation, I've shared with you many times before, and I'm just not at liberty to mention the name of the person, but maybe sometime next month, I will give you a glimpse. I had a senior in secondary school, 
was one of the youngest governors in this uh, Obasanjo's dispensation. There was a name we used to call him in school. I can never forget that name. I saw him one day at the airport. I stood far away. I called the name. The guy looked. He said, Who's that? Who's that? He told she goes, Claire. I said, He said, Claire, they come here. Uh-huh. I don't want to tell you the name. No, those nicknames that you call yourself because you know yourself. What does the Bible say about appreciating? It means to give thanks. But Ashe was in the spirit too. He don't know my blessing notes. He doesn't know anything. He said in Psalm 100 verse 2, he says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Psalm 100 verse 2. Psalm 100 verse 4, he said, enter his gates with thanksgiving and come into his courts with praise. Give thanks unto him and bless his name. That is what appreciation is. A sense of thanksgiving. I told my wife one day, I was just thanking God. Thank God that I have a wife that knows how to cook. Oh. She said, oh, what? If the person doesn't know how to cook, they will learn from YouTube. Ah. I said, why are they learning? What will happen to us? <laughs> Little things like that, that you take for granted. Little things. No sense of appreciation. Samson had a problem because he was an ingrate. Not one day did he say thank you, Jesus, for anything. Come on, stand to your feet and say, thank you, Jesus, for something. Uh, Anything, 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 anything. Just say, thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have given thanks. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 and 18. It says, rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 17 and 18. He said, because it's the will of God, in Christ Jesus to you, Lord. See, when you relate to somebody and you appreciate the person, you will connect with the person. John C. Maxwell said, you can have my head by reason of intimidation. You can have my hands by reason of force. But if you have my heart, you have all of me. Are the brothers listening now? It's not your people that they want. If you have my heart, you have all of me. It's not your pockets that they want. If you appreciate, you will connect. What does it mean to connect? It means to identify with the person or with the people. It means to feel them. It means you can put yourself in their shoes. Jesus connected with Mary and Martha. He connected with the genuine sympathizers. Oyimbo, they call it empathy. Connecting with the genuine sympathizers. You know, you have fake sympathizers. Every fake sympathizer that has followed you to cry over that pity party, God will expose them, he will disgrace them, he will give you joy, and he will chase them away in the name of Jesus. Because, let me tell you how you know them. When God turns your situation around, you say, are you sure? Are you sure God has turned it around? Are you sure? Ah, Kyle, they check well. Oh, check, check. Shut up! In the name of Jesus. God has turned it around. Every fake sympathizer around you, the fire of God will separate you and them in the name of Jesus. Uh, Your amen can be better than that. John 11, 33 to 36. 
When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping who came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. He connected with them. 37 says, the Jews therefore said, behold how he loved him. 38 says, Jesus wept. He connected with them. By the way, all these men that don't want to cry, there's a research. Those of us that cry, whether I cry on the altar or I cry in my bedroom, I cry. I'm a human being, I'm a regular guy. We will live long! Those people that don't cry, eh? but as you are storing up the tears, they will be staying somewhere. I don't know who taught you that you shouldn't cry. Bible says that Jesus wept. If he didn't weep, you and I will be looking at him. What kind of person is that? The only reason why I won't stand before you and be crying because you'll be discouraged. But I cry. Eh. Don't ask me where or when or why. That's not your business. Am I crying to you? No. Tell your neighbor, cry to God. Yes, uh -huh. The one that can make something happen for you. Uh, that's where I do my crying to, not to any man. Yes. Mm. There's some words that speak of connect. You have words like connected. We have words like connection. We have words like connecting. Solomon said, Proverbs 18, 24, Proverbs 18, 24. There is somebody that makes many friends to his own destruction, but there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Hey! You mean there are friends like that? That when your brothers give you, they will stick to you like chewing gum. I pray you find those type of friends in the name of Jesus. People have asked me, I have friends who, but apart from Jesus, my number one friend, Look at her there. That's my view. Number one friend. It's the truth. They are friends though. She knows some of them. And I won't tell you who they are. People that if I misbehave, she'll go and point and say, come and warn this your friend though. But she's my friend. Friend, go on, friend, friend. Ore, 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 friend. I pray for somebody here. If you don't have friends, God will give you friends. Yeah. Uh, your amen can be better than that. Yeah. The testimony I shared with you, the, 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 the first one, that my boss was my friend. I've shared it with you in parts before. They were interviewing me somewhere. I said, what are you doing? Don't interview this guy. He's a good guy. He called me. He said, Coyote, let's have lunch in the Koyi club. Look at the organogram. This is your place. That's what friends do. They don't interview you. Uh, uh -huh. Uh, that, that's what friends do. Connection. Uh, uh, hmm. You have not heard the story. They say Ronaldo has one friend. The guy is jobless, but he's riding all kind of fine, fine cars. He lives in a fine house because Ronaldo is his friend. And I have a problem with Christians. I we're going to deal with it in this match and April. You are too unfriendly. Ojuniti leju. Always speaking in tongues. Too spiritual. Oh God, I help in ages. I hope for yes. What is it? Jesus used to discuss with the woman by the well. She was a sinner. There are some things I can't tell you in this congregation because I don't decide that you are mature enough. The kind of people that come to our church. If we tell you, ah, we're not coming to this church again, no. Eh. Eh. Next week Sunday, we will show you where we go to every Sunday, where we're saying we're doing Akma. You will see people, they walk over tightrope with water at the bottom to get to. That is what friendship and connection is about. Hmm. 
fact that you are sitting somewhere privileged doesn't mean that other people are not somewhere else. And God made everybody. But my focus today is on the fact that you must connect to God. If you are going to connect to God, please take note of the following scriptures. Ah, Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. The joy of the Lord. So anybody that doesn't have strength is probably not connecting to the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. Psalm 16 verse 11. In the presence of God, there's fullness of joy at his right hand. There are pleasures forever. Isaiah chapter 12 verse 1 to 5. I read. And in that day you will say, I will give thanks unto you. Today is Thanksgiving Day. He said, Oh Lord, because you are angry with me, but your anger is turned away and you comfort me. He said, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and I will not be afraid. For the Lord, even the Lord, is my strength and my song and it's become my salvation. Therefore, we joy. I will draw from the wells of salvation. If you're unable to draw from the wells of salvation, is because the joy of the Lord has not been your strength. If you have joy, it will empower your hands. The Bible tells book of Genesis, a woman went to the well just to fetch water for her family. When she got there, a man called Eliezer that they sent to go and look for a wife. He asked her to fetch water for him because the joy of the Lord was her strength. She fetched water for him. She didn't know him before. Sisters, you are not friendly enough. When she finished fetching the water, she fetched water for his camels. A camel can drink about two barrels of water. She fetched water for all of his camels. She was on the way to her husband's house. You know the story now. Isaac and Rebecca, as if you don't know. It is with joy that you draw from the wells salvation. A brother many years ago, banker, eligible guy, went to one party, don't know anybody there, Christian guy. One sister just walked up to him. Hello, hello, hello. Have they served you any food? <laughs> no. He took his order. He took notice of her. The rest is story. Uh, some people were looking at him, but the lady took notice of him. Have you served you any food? Uh -huh. The guy looked and said, ah, wow. <laughs> Not only food I want to. And in that day, you will say, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he has done excellent things. Let this be known in all the earth. When you give thanks, like we're going to do today, you qualify to call on God. When you call on God, he will do excellent things. That tells me, if you read this, Isaiah 12, 1 to 5, very well. To excel, you must relate. And you must go ahead and appreciate and then connect. What does it mean to excel? You heard what daddy said. He said, our papa family, they have been coming to TBS since. Then the others decide to join. Somebody that excels is the first person to do something. He's the best at that thing. Psalm 8 verse 1. Oh Lord my God, how excellent is your name in all the Lazarus excelled over death. John 11, 39 to 45 and 46. John 11, 39 to 45 and 46. Lazarus excelled over death. 
the sisters, Mary and Martha, they excelled over shame and disgrace. The would have gathered in their house. Maybe Jesus is your friend. Your brother don't die now. We go see what thing will happen to you. You know there are people like that. It's on the day of trouble you know who's really with you and who's not with you. They will begin to say, eh, you know, give us right now. How you know get accidented or car down? Look at you. Nonsense. That day you drove past. You see, I didn't see you. You told me you are rushing to work. Eh, now I'm back. Uh -huh. uh -huh. I'm wrapping up. Listen, I said it at the beginning, I'm saying it again. If you excel and you don't dominate, you are dead on arrival. Because when you are number one, everybody wants to take you down. Ask Chelsea, ask Lester. <laughs> they will study you, they will use you to do VG, prayer point, anything possible. But that's why you need dominion. If you have dominion along with excellence, nobody can take you down. That's why I said you have to excel and dominate. You have to excel, you have to be dominant. Remember, like I said, I'm wrapping up. Lazarus, his sisters, Mary and Martha, they related to Jesus. They appreciated him because it was Mary that broke alabaster box on his leg. They used to invite him to their house. They connected to him. So even after Lazarus had been dead for four days, Jesus came and he performed a first-time miracle there. Lazarus is the first person recorded that rose from the dead after four days. By the way, once again, God is telling me, those people that are not yet married, Lazarus didn't have a wife. If he had, they would have told us at least her name. And when they went to the tomb, there was no wife there. So everybody here that the devil, whether male or female, is moving you, moving you to the point of destruction. Ah, ah. Meanwhile, like one of my daughters said, he said, Pastor, Jesus cannot come now. I say, why? He said, some of us have to marry before Jesus comes. So let us at least enjoy this marriage for one or two days. Then afterwards, Jesus can come. I say, I agree with you. You have a point there. You have a point. But just make sure you still go to heaven, no? I pray once again, everybody trusting here for, that by the grace of God you will get married or you will achieve a particular milestone this year. I decree you will not die. Nothing will truncate your destiny. You will achieve that thing, uh, including marriage, uh, and fulfill your purpose in the mighty name of Jesus. Look at what Jesus did. John 11, 39 to 44. I've told you, if you talk about excellence without dominance, nothing. It's just an acronym. Excellence without dominance is nothing. Dominance is key. Genesis 1, 26 to 28, we are made to have dominion. John 11, 39 to 44, Jesus said, take away the stone. And I speak to every stone before you, they will be removed in Jesus' name. <laughs> Even if it's a mountain, they will fly into the sea in the name of Jesus. 
Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said, Ah, ah, by this time the body is decaying. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said, Don't worry. Did I not tell you? If you believe, you will see the glory of God. So they took away the stone. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you hear me. And I know you hear me always, but because of the multitude standing around, I am saying it that they may believe that you sent me. And then when they had just spoken, he cried the last voice said, Lazarus come forth and the Bible says that he that was dead came forth bound hound and foot with grave clothes and his face was bound about with a napkin and Jesus said unto them lose him and let him go I speak to somebody here lose him and let him go in the name of Jesus what are we saying look at Jesus he related to God. Father, I thank you. No relationship with that. You are my father, I'm your son. Then he thanked him. Is that not appreciation? Because of the appreciation, he connected to God. He said, I thank you because you have been hearing my prayers for you. Hear this one, no? And then he operated in excellence and dominion. Jesus did not say, I bind the spirit of death. No. Some people will come to us, they will say, Pastor, you know, this is the problem. We speak a word, they will be standing. I don't know what they are waiting for. What are you waiting for? We, we don't have conversation with, you know. Listen, if you are my friend, we discuss. If you are not my friend, don't need to discuss. We give a command and that is the end of the matter. Hello? Jesus did not speak to death. He didn't speak to sickness that killed Lazarus. He didn't say, I speak to you, kidney. I speak to you. He said, Lazarus, comfort. Lazarus had to comfort. Oh, be a liar, I wonder. Anything holding him, say, ah, or God, they call, let's go. But the question, they say Jesus loved Lazarus and Martha and Mary. Are you in that category? Are you in that category? To have dominion means to have mastery. According to Psalm 62 verse 10 and Matthew 28, 18, Jesus has power over all things. He said, well, pastor, I'm not Jesus. I, I know. The question then, is it possible for a man to walk in dominion? Yes. Psalm 8 verse 4 to 6. What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him but a little lower than God. And you crowned him with glory and honor. And you make him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. In Psalm 8 verse 1 and 2 it says, Oh Lord my God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Who has set his glory upon the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings. You have established strength. That thou may steal the enemy and the avenger. In Matthew 21. Matthew 21. Verse 16. Jesus said. Have you not heard what they said in Psalm 8 verse 1 and 2? Don't you know that they said that out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, God has perfected praise. Praise and strength mean the same thing. Summary. If you are going to relate, appreciate, connect, excel, 
and dominate, you must be like a child, especially in your thanksgiving and praising God. We're about to pray. I'm out. Daniel chapter 6, verse 10 to 13. Because I told you that bad things happen to people that love God, but they don't stay in the bad situation. They brought an evil decree against Daniel. Daniel chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. When Daniel heard, he knelt down and he gave thanks. I told prayer warriors, by the grace of God, I coordinate prayer in a province. I say the most dangerous prayer is the prayer of thanksgiving. At the tomb of Lazarus, Jesus gave thanks. And the dead came alive. When Daniel gave thanks, all his enemies are gathered against him. They packed them together with their family and they destroyed them. So he had dominion and his excellence was backed up. Let us pray. If you are here today, maybe you came after we finished watching our Father in the Lord minister. You are not yet born again. You cannot be a child of God. The Bible says in John 14, 6, uh, Jesus said, I am the way, I'm the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. In Matthew 15, 21 to 22, he said, healing is the bread of the children. There are things that are reserved for children. So if you are here today, and you are not yet born again, and you would like to do so as quickly as possible, wherever you are, just come. I want you to just come, come. Don't bother about the person on the left or the rights of you. Those of you that are already born again, I want you to begin to thank God for the relationship that you have with him. And you are going to call that relationship to play because you must excel and you must dominate. It doesn't matter what's going on in the land. You must excel and you must dominate. So if there's anybody here, anybody at all, maybe you gave your life to Christ before but you are backsliding. You want to reconnect with him. Just come. Let him become your elder brother. Anybody at all this morning. Just come. Just come. Just come. Anyone at all. Anyone. Maybe. Maybe. Anyone. Don't look at anybody else. I have just two more minutes. Please. If you are coming, just come. I'll be patient with you. Come on. It's God that's calling you. He's the one that died to save you. Nobody else can do what Jesus did. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. Nothing to be ashamed of. The rest of us, if you are born again, I want you to begin to pray. Say, Father, from now on, I will relate to you. I will appreciate you. And I will connect to you. But if you are here, you are not yet born again. And you want to come quickly so you can relate. Please come before we finish the prayer points. Wherever you are, just come. Just come. Come, come. Just come. But if you are here, you are born again. Tell him, Daddy, from now on, I will relate to you. I will appreciate you. And I will connect to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. This last prayer point, we must be on our feet. Please, let's stand to our feet. While I was still in paid employment, 
I was telling the CFO of our company one day some things. She took a look at me and said, ah, Katie, you're very aggressive. I said, he said, but you don't look it, you look gentle. I was telling us some things that we're going to do. Not illegal, some strategies to exercise dominion. Ah! He said, I didn't know. I said, yes, so. That's how God made us. Because the spam that fertilized the egg in my mother's womb, it ran faster than all the other spam. I don't know about you. That's why I'm here. So I'm not a gentle person at all. The spirit of dominance is on the inside of me. That's how God made man. Made man to dominate. And even if you're a woman, he made you to dominate too. You are going to pray. Say, Father, because I'm connected to you, let me excel and let me have dominion. Talk to God. I can't hear you praying at all. Ribokoson, Robokosin, Rebokosin, Rebosha. Because I'm connected to you. Let me excel. Let me have dominion. Let me excel. Let me have dominion. Let me excel. Let me have dominion. 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 Because I'm connected to you. Let me excel. Let me have dominion. In Jesus' name we pray. Finally, I've taught you. Prayers of thanksgiving, they are the most dangerous prayers. In John chapter 6, Jesus gave thanks. 5,000 people, apart from women and children, were fed. John 11, we looked at Jesus gave thanks. Lazarus came out from where he had died before. Daniel chapter 6 from verse 1 to 13. Daniel gave thanks. His enemies, all of them, they perished. So I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, I thank you. Just go ahead and thank him for answered prayers. You know, we've been praised since the beginning of the service. Just thank him. 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 Father, we give you thanks. We bless and honor you. 